0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is a public service announcement for regular viewers and listeners of AWI Pod. Please do not be offended as this program contains good wrestling.
1: It's
2: And welcome I to another uh, episode of Warren Cadview. This is the 21st episode. I am your host, Brent Piles, and with me as always is the Barroom Brawling Disco dance, and Dynamo Church, and Intercontinental Playboy folks. He is more over than SummerSlam. I couldn't come up with anything better than that. So that's what I went with. G a. Russell Nut, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. I'm glad about that. Because SummerSlam was a bit of an iffy show. Hmm. It had its points and it had its bad points. And I think we've been spoiled that our sort of 12 to 18 months of having all these premium live events where you think, Oh, that's not going to be very good. And they it's had to, to quote Seamus, it's been banger after banger after banger. Yeah, now this SummerSlam they've created a lot of good stories, they hyped it up and it fell flat.
2: i parts, uh, parts of it fell flat. Um, yeah, so it, did.
0: It, it, it was it was um booked wrong. Why they put Ricochet and Nogan Paul on first, I don't know.
2: Let me ask. You, I think you and me are probably gonna say the same match, but which match do you think they should have put in first?
0: Uh I think they should have gone with the Rumble first.
2: There was one of that's a good one. I was thinking they could have went with Drew Gunther first. Uh, yeah,
0: that's another good
2: one. But no, that, either, the battle, the battle royal would have been great because that would have got the crowd really hype right away. Um, yeah, like, yeah,
0: you get an LA Knight in there, and that's going to hype the crowd.
2: Yeah, that's one thing I will say is um, I thought the battle royal was one of the more entertaining battle royals I've seen in a long, long time. I, I had fun watching it; it was a lot of fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, with the wrestling with with the average wrestling crowd, Logan Paul isn't as over as much as. The WWE would like him to be. Yes, he's a decent wrestler, and it showed. There was a lot of meh about that reaction from the crowds between him and Ricochet.
2: Yeah, and I, and, there, and was, <laughs> there were spots that were like a little bit off. I guess you yeah. could say. I mean, I didn't think it was a bad match. But it was the imagination it just they they tried to do a little too much, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially if we've Logan Paul, as I said on as I said on Saturday night, Logan Paul isn't Will Osprey. All the will in the world, he's not. He, he's a decent wrestler, but he's not Will Osprey. You can't put on a recreation of that Japan match between Will Ospreay and Ricochet.
2: Well, not when you've only had like five, six matches. probably no, really, no, no. <laughs> probably not. And I liked I mean I like the ending. I know I messaged you guys this is baby back bullshit. But that was only because I picked Ricochet and that was gonna ruin my chances of winning my belt back, which I did not. Um, yeah, I did like the finish with the brass nuts and things. I thought that was a good way to go. I thought it was a nice finish. A nice it was back finish.
0: But um and then of course, straight after that we have the uh, vacuum of charisma herself.
2: Well no, I had Cody Cody and uh nuts, didn't they? Odin Brock was next, yeah.
0: Which was all right, but people have seen it a hundred and thousand times.
2: Yeah, I don't I want to be... I, like, I don't like to be negative, but I felt that match was boring. I thought it was well, boring. It
0: was. And then, and then of course, talking about boring. And the wild boar herself. And, again, that match on TV looks fine with what they were doing, mm-hmm. But in that re- in that in that arena, uh, it'd be interesting to get the mayor's view on right. it on Friday. Is uh you can't have that MMA style match in the middle of a wrestling ring with that many people that far away from you? MMA fights, the crowds are all sort of on top of the on top of the cage.
2: Yeah, there's reasons why they don't have those in football stadiums. Yeah,
0: exactly. So if you're rolling around on the floor a lot and trying to get on bars, um, submission holds people up in the bleachers, they're going to lose all interest. Right. That's what happened <laughs> because they weren't that interested in the first place.
2: Right. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, Glenn. I did not even see one single second of that match. Uh, I was watching the first two matches inside the house, and then we moved the TV and stuff outside, and then we moved TV and stuff outside. So while that match was going on, I was moving all the stuff outside. So I didn't see one lick or a second of that match. And from what I've heard, I'm probably not going to go back and look at it either. <laughs> you, you didn't miss anything, no. I didn't think so. Um, and then we got, we got the cash-in, which I thought the three-way was a really good match. I thought that was probably my favorite match on the show was the three-way.
0: It was. It was a good match. And, of yeah. course... Uh, as I called it on the as I called it on Friday you night. Did. The, uh,
2: you did. Well you called two things. You called the Jimmy you called the end too when Jimmy was gonna cost Jay. You called that one too, which I thought you were crazy when you said that one. You were right. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: But yeah, but when when when, uh, when uh, Charlotte had the figure eight on Asuka and then Bianca came off the top rope with that four fifty splash yeah. when she had the figure eight on, it was like, Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're all dead.
2: <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> Yeah, that match was phenomenal. But, I really enjoyed that. Exactly I mean, because it meant, you know, it did it, did, it
0: incapacitated all of them, which yeah. made it perfect for the cashing.
2: Yeah, and you know, Bianca had already been taken out. Like it looked like Bianca wasn't gonna be yeah. able to go anymore. Um, it was funny because, like I said, we were outside and I came inside to get another drink or something, and my TV inside was faster than the TV outside. Yeah. And so as I come inside the kitchen, I hear, and new WWE Women's Champion. And I'm like, What the fuck? <laughs> and so I ran back outside and yeah, El Sky has cashed in, yeah, so that was cool. I, I I thought it was all fine. Sometimes I I wish like they would let the Money in the Bank person keep it a little longer, especially with the women, because I feel like it's always like yeah. so soon. But I I don't have a major problem with it. I thought it was fine.
0: Yeah, it's building. It's, it's building to to. Uh, there's going to be some jealousy from
2: Bailey in there at some point. I'm sure. Especially there, with two people in wrestling you should never trust. One is Bailey, and the other is Sasha Banks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've got it back they'll stab it
0: <laughs> especially when you've got a title in you on you yeah yeah
2: um i guess i i guess we talked about it but like what did you think about the main event do you think it was a little too long it went on
0: too long it was too drawn out and too convoluted great ending but it could have been it could have been five minutes earlier Um unfortunately roman is looking really slow at the moment uh, I have all the sympathy in the world for him. Yeah. Because so I certainly couldn't do what... <laughs> I know there's like 30 years difference in us, but... Yeah. You know, there's days where I don't want to get out of bed, let alone wrestle.
2: Oh, yeah. Or like walk, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So... Uh, he is, he, he, he's looking weak, and they're doing everything they can to protect him. Because even the Superman punches don't look... Was impactful, and that that that, those wrist braces are getting bigger and heavier, and more supportive all the time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I won't lie to you. I had a few drinks and a few you know other things were happening, and so I I'm I remember the main event, but night's foggy, (laughs) so I I think I have to go back and watch it again. And there's a couple of matches on this show that I'm. I might go watch again. Not the Rousey match. I would. I'm not gonna watch that ever. Um, but the Goldberg match I might watch again too. Oops. Yeah, that's. Uh, I game. wish that one would have got a little bit longer. I think that was one of the shorter matches on the show, and I would have liked to see that get like 20 minutes. I guess, but mm-hmm. I guess the main event had to go 40. <laughs> yeah, but I I like where it's yeah. going now because now you see where, what's going to happen with, with between the two twins now. So we've added yeah. another layer of the story. That's right, and
0: why they called it a any tribal, whatever it was, because it had nothing to do with islands
2: or tribes or anything. It should have. It really should have been over an active volcano. Otherwise, what yeah. the fuck are we doing?
0: <laughs> or, at least, or at least in a cage made. You know, I, I'm not expecting the the Punjabi
2: jail match. It should bring back the Thunderdome. You remember the Thunderdome from WCW? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a cage that uh, at least looked a bit tropical. <laughs> you don't want WWE to a tropical cage. It'll be sponsored by Hawaiian Punch. <laughs> 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 uh, that's yeah. another thing I saw people complaining <laughs> online about. What that that was Slim Jim Battle Royal? Because they give them money, you stupid motherfucker. That's why. I don't know if you know <laughs> this, but that's why they're in this thing, to make money. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: That's why we had zombies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that time, because study film sponsored it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. I just don't understand people. Like, what? you. That's why you make six dollars an hour. Shut up.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, it'd be interesting to hear what the mayor has to say uh, when we talk to him because he was there, right. and so he heard some crowd reactions and mentioned uh, yeah. to hear about. You know what happened when LA Knight won that Battle Royal? Because I'm sure that was something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? You bet he was louder than anybody.
2: Oh, and another match that was really good was the Finn. The Finn and Rollins match was really good too. Excellent. That was yeah. excellent. Yeah, really good storytelling too. To it, nice finish. Yeah, I really like that match too. All right, Glenn, let's do it. You ready to talk about some 1997 wrestling?
0: Yes, why not? Let's get back in the time machine
2: let's do it let's fire it up let's head back to april 1st 1997 we're at the broom county arena in binghamton new york uh it's now known as the floyd l marins veterans memorial arena because that's a much better name than the Broome county arena Broome county sounds like like that would be the place you get arrested at. i thought we were gonna say the broom county you know detention center but no it's this it's the arena anyway um so they held many wrestling events here, like uh, in WF, WCW, and even like an ECW on TNT taping in November of 2000 when you know ECW was shortly on the TNT network uh, in the year 2000. Do you remember that, Glenn? No. Do you know what the TN, the I'm sorry, it wasn't TNT, it was TNN. It was called the Nashville Network at first, and then I think it became the National Network. Uh, <laughs> then it became Spike TV, which I think, oh, I think Raw was on TNN for a little while.
0: Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah, because we used to get replays of it on Spike.
2: Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it, and then it turned into Spike. And I think then, you know, fucking um, didn't fuck. And then TNA ended up being on that channel too, didn't it?
0: it did, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> anyway, but it hasn't had a, a major wrestling show at this arena since uh, February of 2000. And that was an episode of WCW Thunderland, And I hope to one day cover that show with you because there is the main event of that show was our old pal Sid, and he defeated the Harris brothers in the two-on-ones caged heat match. I don't know what that is. I don't know what a caged heat match is, but I look forward to talking about it. Oh, yeah,
0: we'll definitely be talking about that at some point, then.
2: Eh? Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know what caged heat is, but I can't wait to find out. I'll see. <laughs> All right. So we get into this. Yeah.
0: Is he said it's no wonder why WCW at this time were giving away tickets to try and fill and WWE or WWF was selling out because this it looks small and it took 3,800 people, so it's not quite a bijou little arena there, packed to the rafters,
2: yeah. That's like that's like the sort of arena we would have had in Lincoln, Nebraska, when I was a child, and you know there's like double yeah. the double or triple the amount of people who lived here now than used to when I was a kid, and like I think the arena that we had here probably held like four thousand people, maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it also adds to the, the yeah the ambience of the whole thing when it's packed out like that,
2: especially when everybody's got a sign. It just it reminds you of you know. You know, when you were, when I was a kid anyway, watching wrestling, when I see all those signs in the crowd like that.
0: Yeah, I remember people going, yeah, you know, oh, we'll go to the wrestlers. I made a nice sign.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I went to wrestling one time with the, with, the, with the I'm a Sasha Banks guy sign. That was, uh, all oh, right. 2015 <laughs> yeah. or something like that, I think. Uh, but yeah. So they opened the show with showing us some footage of, uh, The Undertaker setting Paul Barrett's face on fire at the pay per view the night before. <laughs>
0: It, it didn't look any better this time around.
2: No, uh, a yeah. of it as well. <laughs> yeah, I think he legit did burn that motherfucker good. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin makes his way to the ring to start the show. Um, is this the first time we saw him with the like the Austin three sixteen with the skull on the back of it, like the iconic Stone Cold Steve Austin show? Because I don't think we've seen him with it on yet.
0: Yeah, this uh, this is the first of several iconic moments from this show. Um. I think we can safely say that this is the show that kicks off the Attitude Era. I,
2: I yeah, I mean, there was uh, a lot of really good stuff here. Like a good, there was like a good story told throughout the entire episode around one main yeah. angle, which is really, really good.
0: Yeah, crap wrestling, but a good show because of the stories being told.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> as we go through this, we're going to find out that that's a lot of what it was.
0: Which actually sums up the Attitude Era. I was going to yeah. say
2: you're absolutely right yeah so um they let us know that austin is going to have a street fight with bret hart but i guess nobody told bret hart because like bret hart had yet to accept this challenge um even though they said it. so i thought that was just funny they're like oh they're gonna have a street fight tonight and bret hart's like i haven't accepted any challenge for any street fight
0: yeah regardless whether bret Bret is dressed or not (laughs) you don't have to put on your Pink tights. I don't even like him.
2: He's... Yeah. I also like that he told Vince to shut his hole. Like the first thing he did was like, "You shut your <laughs> hole." Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the, of, of the the feuding with Vince as well. Yeah, and it, the funny thing was, it was like Vince McMahon was being nice to him. He was like, "Oh, Stone Cold, uh, the good 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 news. That in your house, you're gonna face the Undertaker for the WWF Championship." And Stone Cold's like, "Why don't you shut your hole?" Yeah, i not interested in that yet. <laughs> I'm a business to sort out first yeah he says we're worried about Bret Hart right um, <laughs> he talks about how like that Bret Hart had to get saved by Bulldog and Owen at the pay-per-view and he would have broke Bret's leg if he hadn't he calls Bret out that's when he says you don't put that pink and black crap on um, they put like a minute countdown clock on and <laughs> but it love- just away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which gives an excuse to stomp out the back Rather than just walk
2: out. Yeah, and then Bret Hart does show up on the on the video board, and he's like, you know, kind of going back and forth, and he he tells Austin he'll have a street fight with him, but um, and then he runs down the United States, kind of, you know, That's it's cool. all the stuff he's been saying for weeks. Yeah, he
0: calls everybody a pack of wild hyenas.
2: Yeah, a pack of wild hyenas is his favorite thing to go to. He also said he also said during this that he almost ripped Austin's leg off of its hinges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is true actually (laughs) when you look at stone goes yes but technically (laughs) knees don't have hinges no but he's dead in that match he's definitely
0: (laughs) and for the rest of his career had hinges
2: i guess that's fair i guess that's fair but i just thought it was so funny i pulled (laughs) you like pulled your head off of its hinges like what are you talking about I'm i'm not a door sir what are we talking about here um brett said he's gonna send austin straight to hell and then austin says well if i'm going to hell you're coming with me um yeah. and i thought it was a really it was like the first instance of them opening with the promo uh, segment and it was i thought it was really cool it was awesome
0: mm-hmm. yeah is um, going down the toilet because of people like austin and michael's which is a foreshadowing of what's what's to come later and then he says i'll accept your challenge and Austin name he decides he's going to go out and try and find Brett. You <laughs> think the first oh. place you would have looked after after what happened last week, the first place he would have looked is the bathroom.
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah, because they're clearly <laughs> just hanging out in there. Yeah, the bathroom yeah. with the referees. <laughs> if that had been Davey in there with anybody else but Owen, I would have thought something nefarious was going on there. But since Owen yeah. was there, probably not. Um, <laughs> They they tell us that Ken Shamrock is here and he's going to challenge Mike Tyson.
0: Yeah, just, I don't I'm know. Like, it's obviously something that was going on in the press.
2: Yeah, I just yeah. thought that was really weird. I was like, "Is that really going to happen?"
0: if <laughs> you yeah, came to anything?
2: <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we're going to hear about how Vader has been held hostage. Glenn, do you remember this about Vader?
0: Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's Saudi Arabia. It was in Kuwait, I think. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh dear.
2: Yeah, some poor uh, interviewee over there asked asked the question. He's
0: not, being, he's not being held hostage. He's been arrested.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's been was, charged like, with assault. That's what happened.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Yeah, a uh, poor journalist over there asked him and The Undertaker during the interview a question. And then, uh, I've heard a story that Bruce Pritchard told that 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 The Undertaker told Vader, look, he's like, look, they're going to ask us the question. Don't say anything. I'll take care of it. I, I, you know, don't do anything. OK, Leon, I'll take care of it. But, you know, and The Undertaker gave like a diplomatic answer. Like, it's yeah. not fake. People say it's fake, but it's not fake. It's. Whatever, whatever. But Vader grabs this guy by his jacket. Says, is that fake? Does this feel
0: fake? He's going by the side. Hanging him up. Saying, is this, this fake?
2: He <laughs> then tells him, if you want to come down to the wrestling ring, I'll whip his ass, and then I'll whip your ass. Uh And then he got arrested. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you don't fuck around in foreign countries. I mean, come on, man.
0: Those Arabs at that time were very tushy.
2: Yeah. They're very touchy about being touchy, I guess. Yeah. it's talking about touchy Arabs. Neat- neatly into this match. <laughs> that's, a hell- that's a hell of a segue. Glad I didn't see that coming, but it
0: happened. Uh, Ahmed Johnson against the Sultan. Yeah. They-
2: they- <laughs> For a
0: second. I've got the notes here somewhere. Um, no, don't put that one. Okay. <laughs> oh dear, right. <laughs> Sorry for laughing so much. It's fine. It's uh, right. <laughs> he's born. He was born in San Francisco, California, of Samoan heritage, mm-hmm. and they decide that he's from the Middle East. Not even a country, just the Middle East. All of them. Is this, a, is this the Middle East of San Francisco or the Middle East of Samoa?
2: You know, Glenn, they didn't say, so we just assumed he was Arab. That's our bad. <laughs> we fucked up on that one, I think.
0: <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose it's, it's, it's like Yokozuna being Japanese, I
2: suppose. Yeah, see, they told us straight out he was from Japan, so we had to believe that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean Ahmed Johnson gets really good pops from the crowd when he comes out. Um yeah. and that this match wasn't bad. It was probably one of the better Ahmed Johnson matches we've seen because let's take the mask off the Sultan's fucking Rikishi. Rikishi can go. I mean, so um I didn't think it was all that bad, but I didn't think it was all that good either. You know
0: what I mean? No, it's it it's a it was As you say it's one of the better Ahmed Johnson's better matches. But not Rikishi's.
2: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and of course um ahmed wins um and or well, he doesn't even get the win he hits a spine buster he looks like he's going to hit his pearl river plunge when the nation of domination hits the ring um luckily for ahmed johnson one of uh hawksaw jim duggan's uh two by fours underneath the ring so he grabbed it uh and chased the lod off i don't know uh, why he destroyed it away though every time he picked it up
0: hey. They backed off a bit, and then he'd throw it down. Just stand there, looking at
2: them. I don't know why they j- didn't rush him then. And he started beating the salt <laughs> with him. Weak. Yeah, that's true. He does hit him. Maybe, he's just, maybe he just really wanted to beat the salt. And he's like, I hate this guy's mask. This guy's mask is stupid. And he to yeah. him, so.
3: <laughs>
2: so I guess um, uh, Ahmed Johnson won. I'm not sure who won this match. One of them won by DQ. I don't know. Let me
0: see. Salt won by DQ. Because Ahmed Johnson took the two-by-four to him. Well, actually, he took the two-by-four to the mat around him.
2: <laughs> yeah, well.
0: Um, but apparently, the, the idea of this was um, to get the sultan off a of TV. So they said, this assault by Ahmed Johnson, this, the sultan suffered broken ribs and a swollen eye.
2: Oh, does that mean he's never coming back?
0: Uh I don't know whether he's never coming back, but that definitely gets him off of TV for a while. I think he might not be coming back as the Sultan.
2: I, but I don't like. When does Rikishi come around, though? I feel like Rikishi doesn't come around until like 2000. Let me have a look. I've
0: got Rikishi here somewhere.
2: Let's see. I have it open too, we're both, we're both scrolling. Rikishi, mm-hmm. So 1999, it says. Oh, Rakishie right. left the spotlight when the Sultan gimmick was canned and worked on the independent scene, and then he returned wow. in November of 1999 as Fat Fatu. So, yeah, this is this yep. is his last yeah, in January '98. So he he comes back for a little while, but the gimmick is dropped in yeah. January of '98. So he's almost to the end of his run here. Yeah. Thank God. I, and nothing against him. It's just a stupid fucking gimmick. The gimmick's just yeah. Oh, yeah. He's trying to do anything against Rikishi.
0: He's one of those guys that give us some really dodgy gimmicks and I ran with everyone.
2: Uh Yeah, absolutely. And he was one of those, you could plug that guy into anything and he, he would, he would, he would yeah. be fun. So, yeah, Even nothing, it is, nothing against him at all. Just a shit no. gimmick. Um, and then they show us Austin has found Bret Hart's dressing room in the back. He's trying to kick the door in, and for some, they've also got a camera in there with a bunch of WF officials. Apparently, Bret Hart's planning something I don't know what because he's, all these WF officials in his dressing Wait, room
0: they were there to protect him. I think that's how I oh. read it. Anyway. And why is Steve Austin trying to open that door with a chair?
2: Wait a minute, it's Glenn, not the best battering ram in the world, is it? I don't know if you knew this, but the, the key to all wrestling arenas is a steel chair. That's the yeah. key to the door. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, I'm I surprised did you didn't know that. But oh. <laughs> so if you find yourself backstage in wrestling, so door's locked, hit it with a chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so then Ken Shamrock is here. Um, and they tell us that at the pay-per-view, Ken Shamrock is going to be taking on Vader in a no-holds-barred type contest. And from everything I've heard about this match, I don't remember the match, but everything I heard about it is we're going to watch two guys really beat the shit out of each other when we watch that match. Yeah. Then they tell us the stuff about, you know, Vader freaking out and getting arrested. And, uh, Shamrock says that Vader's a bully and he doesn't like bullies. And he's going to take care of bullies at SummerSlam, Glenn. And then there's another bully that he wants to fight. And that bully is Mike Tyson. Um, then he said some like, not saying they're not true things about Mike Tyson, but he says some disparaging things about Mike Tyson, which made me think if Mike Tyson thought, why the fuck did they say that shit about me in 1997 when they tried to bring him in in 1998? Because if I was Mike, I would have wanted some answers. (laughs)
0: That's right. (laughs) Why this is all going on, apparently the reason um, Vader and the Undertaker were in Kuwait anyway was for the Kuwaiti Cup. Yep. And that was won by the well-known super, WWS superstar,
2: Tiger Ali
0: Singh.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm well aware of that guy.
0: Story <laughs> career. I do remember it actually coming over, but that's the first I'd heard of him.
2: So, he's, spoiler alert, he has a match later in the show, and I went, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> and you know me, my, my brain is like a steel trap of wrestling knowledge, and I have no fucking idea who this guy is. So that says something. Yeah, <laughs> made no impression. But yeah, so Ken Shamrock wants to fight um Mike Tyson, but I don't think that ever happened. Um,
0: Probably money.
2: <laughs> it would have been a lot of money. You're not lying. That would have, if yeah. Vince could have got that on pay per view in '97. Yeah, yeah you have been millions.
0: it but, would never have been able to pay Ken, uh, pay Tyson enough.
2: And also, like I know Ken Shamrock, like whatever, whatever, but like. If you get close enough for Mike Tyson to punch you in the face, yeah, that's like a different level of punch, you know what I'm saying? That Especially is... like in that you know, like 97.
0: Yeah, that is right. Yeah.
2: Explode your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um the next part of the show is the best part of the show. Um with yeah. the street fight between Bret Hart and, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um they're both dressed for a fight here. Well, Stone Cold is dressed for a fight. Um, and I like that they went to a commercial break and they come back and Stone Cold Steve Austin is like screaming at Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> screaming at him. I don't know. He's like standing on, I don't know if he was standing on it or leaning on it. He's like standing on the table, I think screaming at Vince McMahon.
0: Because I, I don't think he thought look, Bret Hart was actually going to come out.
2: Well, I, I feel like they have been doing this thing lately where it takes Bret Hart forever to come out once this music hits. Like, his music hits, yeah. and then it like takes like a minute for him to come out.
0: Yeah, of course, before he does, Davey and... Uh, oh, hit an attack uh, Austin from behind.
2: Yeah, Bret gets in there, joins in on beating Austin, and then from out of nowhere, Shawn Michaels comes out of the crowd with a steel chair. I think he stole a chair from a fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe he was sitting in the crowd with some other wrestlers that we're going to see later. And uh, he, so he takes Bulldog and Davey out. Those are some stiff chair shots, too. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, he probably oh, won't give it chair what he picks up. Yeah. <laughs> That's why why wouldn't he just be sitting in the crowd?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, usually Shawn Michaels goes to every show and sits in the third row. I don't know if you know yeah. that, but he does. And then finally he runs off Davey and Bulldog, which uh leave I uh, leave Davy and Bulldog are the same person. He rolls, he runs off Davey and Owen which leaves Brett at heart in Austin to go one-on-one here. And um, a really entertaining street fight at a time where you didn't see a lot of street fights, especially not on Monday Night Raw.
0: Yeah, with Vince going on about uh, how he didn't think that Brett would ever submit to the sharpshooter
2: several times. Yeah, he he kind of gets on like a thing and he kind of harps on it the whole match. I think that's that's all all he's got. Uh, Brett does the whole thing where he puts Austin's ankle in the chair, and then he jumps off the top rope. But Austin moves when Brett jumps off. Austin then like whacks him right in the knee with the chair. He then starts just beating the shit out of Brett's leg with the chair, hitting with the hitting him in the knee with the chair, like hitting the, the top of the chair into his knee, slamming the chair into his knee, just tearing Brett's knee apart. Yeah, yeah this is this baffled me this bit
0: because Austin has got Brett any sharpshooter. All legitimate, although in, in a street fight, I've never found it be, you know, to recommend anybody to actually be on the floor.
2: Probably not. It's not a good place to be in a street fight. Yeah, you shouldn't but, You shouldn't try to do like a figure four or a sharpshooter in a street fight. I wouldn't, I wouldn't
0: no, think so. Somebody's going to come along and kick you in the head. Yeah. Um, but that aside, then all of a sudden... There's all these referees coming out of nowhere and try and break it up. Now, this is a no DQ street fight. What the are they doing?
2: That was my only gripe too, guy. I literally had it right here. Why did the Russian about and stop him? I thought this was a fucking street fight. Yeah, I said the exact same thing. I said, hold on now. <laughs> this <laughs> motherfucker's got to quit or tap or something. This ain't okay. right. You can't just stop him.
0: No, because the referees don't work. So they, they go to the, the other thing that always works when there's a fight or something going on. The timekeeper starts hitting the life out of the bell.
2: <laughs> they don't do that anymore, but yeah I remember. <laughs> I guess <if> that matters <laughs> never it, not not
0: once in my memory as a brawl suddenly stopped I got, oh we've rung the bell we better stop now. Yeah
2: uh you'll only see like a brawl stop in a movie where like a pretty girl starts singing a song or something and then everybody <laughs> stops yeah but yeah, yeah as soon it. as somebody rings a bell yes more Mel brooks and than... somebody should have warned all the bar keeps in town when wrestlers were in town that all you have to do is ring and bring a bell <laughs> and they'll stop but nobody told them
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. i very go in a bar you are likely to have a fight because it means that everybody's being thrown out <sighs> that's <a good> point. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, so uh, Austin does have Brent and the Shark shooter for like ever here and then finally like D- Davy and Owen come out and they're like very upset and like some of the stuff that Davy and Owen are like they're yelling is pretty laughable <laughs> it's cracking me up, they're, they're like screaming just really funny shit watch the cords, watch his knee you idiot and they're just saying whatever just, this is a little
0: note I made just, I thought it was quite funny it is a, a combination of multiple referees, two Headners, and a Pat Patterson, with just about enough to pull Austin off of Bret Hart.
2: That's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh They finally get the EMTs. I heard at Bret Hart, he's very hurt. And then they show uh, Gorilla monsoons in the back, arguing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. You broke all these rules and regulations, and Stone Cold Steve Austin says good, because I don't care about them. Uh, and then... The girl Monsoon kicks him out of the building. So we'll never see Steve Austin again tonight, will we, Glenn?
0: Oh, of course not.
2: <sighs> no, he's never. He's like Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 9. We'll never see him again.
0: You know, once he's done, he's done. That's it, he goes.
2: Yep. And then we get to the aforementioned Tiger Ali Singh, who is a forgettable superstar. I do remember a little bit of this superstar. Do you remember Salvatore Sincere?
0: Yes, I do remember him.
2: My favorite thing about him is when he would get mad at the referee, he would go, hey! Or he would go, hey, what do you mean? I thought that was great. Uh, Tiger Ali's thing, as you mentioned, the uh, Kuwaiti Cup champion. The only other Kuwaiti Cup champion, I think, was Ahmed Johnson. So he's in – he's he's amongst good company, I guess. I don't know. Uh, uh,
0: The thing is, he said – What is this fixation with bringing in Indian guys that nobody knows and making them champions?
2: Well, at least they didn't actually give them a belt or anything, so that was good. No, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but they're showing
0: in India at the time.
2: Yeah, they must have been trying. Maybe they were trying to get get on cable in India or something. Yeah. Um, they show us Bret Hart being taken to the ambulance during this um, because nobody cares about the match anyway. Um, no. It's funny that instead of just taking him straight to the ambulance, we're going to stop and put ice on his knee. First, we've got to stop and put ice on his knee, and then we'll get him in the ambulance.
0: This is the one time that the commentary team apologized for a picture-in-picture. Picture. <laughs> the one time it didn't give me shit know about the match we were more interested in what was going on outside they should have apologized about going back
2: to the ring they should have they should have said we apologize for showing you this match at all because nobody cares <laughs> although i would have missed salvador sincere you know yelling hey know what do you mean that would have so i would have been sad about that <laughs> um, tiger ali Singh with wins with a spinning heel kick um I don't know even how long he's gonna be around for or what's gonna happen with him. Maybe now the Sultan's gone. Maybe uh maybe Bob Backlund can be his manager.
0: He pops up occasionally, I think, in next for the next year or so. Interesting. I'm pretty sure he's around for a bit, but we'll see.
2: I guess, I guess. And so we see more of them taking Brett into the ambulance. Uh they load him in, they shut the doors, but then we see that Stone Cold Steve Austin has commandeered this ambulance he starts whooping Brett's ass inside, inside the, the ambulance they see this they open the doors he pulls the whole gurney out starts beating Brett while Brett's you know setting up right it, um, it was pretty pretty awesome
0: <laughs> yes a, a, a thing that they've done several times since not to the same standard actually
2: yeah this is if probably it, one of the better uh, Austin Commandeers of all time yeah
0: yeah, um, Well, not just Austin, but there's been a few times that ambulances have been commandeered by one of the participants while the other one's been in the back.
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. But, like, as far like, if you think about beer bath and all that stuff, I don't yeah. know, I think this one's cooler than that. Person. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: it actually came out of nowhere. Yeah. It literally popped up. <laughs>
2: yeah that's like that's a like you said that's an iconic moment of raw like in, in yeah. the video that starts this show that moment of austin pulling him out and, and whooping on 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 Bret Hart is in the in the opening of the yeah. show because it's an iconic moment so uh pretty freaking cool um finally bulldog and Owen are, are pulling him off and and bulldog is like oh, we're gonna kill him they were literally like, we're gonna kill him yeah. there was no we're gonna beat him up we're gonna hurt him they were going to kill stone gold steve austin yeah. I also thought when they were wheeling Brett, Davies telling him it's okay, Brett. Austin's going to get his. Austin's going to get his, but we got to take care of you first. First, we got to take care of you, Brett. Then Austin's going to get it. <laughs> I don't know why, but their running commentary was cracking me up. It was, it, it was especially in that, that
0: Northwest accent, <laughs> Davey.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what you mean, but yeah. <laughs> um, but that's
0: the English, Northern English accent that he's got
2: yeah
0: yeah you'll take um, the piss out
2: and then glenn then glenn we get
0: the match of the night the match of the year no yeah. oh, it's rockabilly okay.
1: yeah, rockabilly, all night long. Rock-a-Billy.
2: Then if you don't think you're gonna hear that song every time we see Rockabilly, you guys to not think of it because <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing it every time. Just
0: wait, to, just wait till Jeff Jarrett gets back.
2: Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> I want, R.I.P. to anybody who doesn't like me hear me sing that song because it's gonna happen a lot. <laughs> um. So yeah, we get the fucking rematch. Jesse James again is gonna face fucking Rockabilly. Yeah. Why?
0: <laughs> of course, Double J, Jesse James, shows his wrestling prowess by arm dragging Billy Gunn all over
2: the place. That's how you do it, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody cared about this match. I didn't care. Glenn didn't care. The fans didn't care. JR didn't care. Vince didn't care. The King didn't care. Nobody cared. Not a soul. This, f- is... this felt like an Iron Man match because it was so fucking boring. <laughs> thing,
0: exactly. No, this is how interested in the match I was. I was, I was paying more attention to J. Hull, Plug plugging the WWF hotline.
2: Than... Yeah, I really, I must, have, I must have fell asleep doing that. I'm not sure. I, I must have missed it.
0: Yeah, and uh, of course they blur out the numbers. He tells you what
2: the numbers are. <laughs> well, if you're I don't stupid, know whatever it is, yeah. It's... I guess if you're dumb enough to call it now, you're dumb enough to write it down and call it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and but the one thing exciting that happened during this match Glenn, is they let us know that next week's Monday night Raw will emanate from Omaha, Nebraska. So I, I mean that got me excited because next week they're gonna be in Nebraska, which is about 50 miles, fifty-five miles from where I live. So that was the most exciting part of this match. Eventually the Rock and wins. Uh, uh, This is the comment this was the match where
0: the commentary talked about anything else, mainly about the Undertaker and the uh, Steve Austin and how he lit up Paul Bearer. Which was just as well because in the ring there was the usual Billy Gunn or Rockabilly chin lock going on at that
2: time. And then he when he tries to dance I want to throw up. It's probably some of the worst dancing I've ever seen. And I've been to many weddings with intoxicated white people Glenn. And it's still some of the worst dancing I've ever seen. And he should never dance. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. And I hope I never have to see these guys wrestling in. Rockabilly wins, though, unfortunately, which means they're tied one to one, Glenn. So you know what that means.
0: Eight minutes 44 this went on for. That's eight minutes 43 seconds too long.
2: Yeah, never get that back. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. And then Honky Tonk Man cracks uh jesse james over the head with uh guitar afterward um this is,
0: this is a little quote that i nick from scott's blog of doom on this he said to this day i'm amazed either of these goofs survived with her career let alone ended up tag team champs together by the end of the year
2: yeah that's the crazy part is by the end of the year, these guys, this, guys are going to be like totally different people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's insane. Um, it's like when you watch WCW 1996 and you see the dungeon of doom and you're like in two months, he's going to be Hollywood fucking Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That's crazy. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. crazy that we went from this silly shit to that. That's crazy. Um, They they show Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels arguing backstage. I feel bad for a poor Gorilla Monsoon. He's like Jerry Springer now all of a sudden. He's like the host of the Jerry Springer show. He might as well have a show, the Gorilla Monsoon show. That'd be great.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it would have
2: been. It really would have. Yeah, so so they're just kind of arguing back and forth. Austin's like, I don't want your help. Austin's like, I ain't trying to help you. I'm trying to hurt them, blah, 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 blah. Um, And then... We hear from mankind, and mankind's always fun to listen to, so let's
1: hear yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Hey, mankind! His flesh was hanging from his handsome face, held there by his very own hands. As we made our way to the sanctuary, I could smell the stench of burning skin, and when he pulled his hands away, his face. Not then! But not one whimper was heard from Uncle Paul. Not then! Or later on at the. Iron Screen. When the scraping procedure began,
0: I never the But now, yeah. he's the undertaker yeah. He's disfigured
1: mm-hmm. like me. Get well soon, Uncle Paul. You...
2: Yeah, so um, first things first, the funny thing about that is he first said that Paul Bearer had a handsome face. And come on, no disrespect, <laughs> but no, he didn't.
0: <laughs> Not only deaf, but blind as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sad, it's a sad song, that mankind. kind. Um, yeah. yeah. As you heard, the Undertaker then makes his way out to the ring. Um, he is going to take on Hunter Hirstowin. They give us another replay of Paul Bear giving his face absolutely lit on fire by the Undertaker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am sure there was a backstage segment last uh, at the pay-per-view Look, we could hear him screaming. He yep. didn't go into that good night
2: quietly. <laughs> he certainly didn't. Yeah, that's what I thought. He said that. I, oh no, he, I'm with a motherfucker was screaming. I heard him. <laughs> <laughs> he was bellowing, he screams. Like, he he screams when he's not hurt. Who? Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? He screams every time he talks. Um, so yeah, Triple H versus. I'm sorry, Hunter Hearst Helmlay versus the Undertaker. Undertaker takes yeah. no time. Apparently, he hates Hunter a lot because he got out of the ring and started beating him up as he made his way down to the ring. Um, it a pretty him? good match.
0: Hunter's been so busy with mankind, he's not even been anywhere near the Undertaker. So God knows what he's done to him to make him that angry.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Undertaker's really good friends with Marlena. I doubt it, but maybe. Well, they were there at ringside,
0: so you never know.
2: They were, not at first they tried to play off like it, like it wasn't them. And first of all, Marlene is giving herself away because she's the only fucking person in there smoking a giant cigar. So if you're trying to be incognito, that probably ain't the way to go.
0: Okay, Jr. Good old Jr. Cocked it up and said, oh, "That is Dustin and Terry."
2: Oh, yeah.
0: sudden, well, I
2: guess if they're in the crowd <laughs> of civilians, they are Dustin and Terry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah I, I thought this was a pretty good uh it was the best match on this show i know that's not saying anything but i mean it was the best actual match because i don't consider that austin Hart thing even a match because the referees broke them up as if it was just a backstage deck segment so yeah i thought that was a match
0: i actually like the work the is doing at this time and it's probably me looking back with it on rose colored glasses as well but because i see some of the dodgiest stuff he's done
2: yeah yeah definitely See, well, at this point he had gotten away from the slow and prodding shit and now he's faster yeah. pace and doing the striking so it's like a different style of under check I mean, we have been yeah. watching this giant gonzalez in 1993. that's right <laughs> and then eventually mankind shows up with a fucking uh a flamethrower or something yeah <laughs> a little blowtorch yeah <laughs> And I'm not making this up. He literally had a fucking blowtorch. He was carrying it to the ring. I was like, "Is that a fucking blowtorch?"
0: <laughs> Obviously Mick Foley doesn't smoke. And probably never has, cuz the trouble he has with
2: liars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who was Mick Foley's biggest biggest rival? Liars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> every time, every time they got it. <laughs>
0: It's lucky that they didn't try to do that. It was mankind that was Taker's brother and it was all done with fire. Because it would have been obvious it wasn't here because he could never light anything.
2: <laughs> right. He didn't do it. There couldn't have been <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, so under hits a choke slam on Triple H Mankind starts coming. He's advancing toward the ring with his fucking flamethrower. Uh but don't worry, <laughs> he can't light it anyway. Uh, he gets in the ring, he starts beating the undertaker not with the flamethrower but the thing that, that shoots the flame out. He's what you really want to do is try to rupture that. That's what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought when he was swinging that thing. I was like, I don't know if you want to be swinging that like that. I wouldn't, no, blow up <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you think we're having a Paul Bearer's face with something. <laughs>
0: Suddenly,
2: uh, uh, a DQ called. Yep. And then they start like brawling through the crowd. And then as they start fighting through the crowd, uh Marlena like throws her purse strap around China's neck and starts like choking her with it. Um, Triple H, I mean Goldust jumps the barricade. He starts beating up Triple H. They kind of get into a brawl here, and I thought it was so funny that that China's wrestling with the ch- with the purse with Marlena instead of just you know picking her up and chucking her <laughs> into the floor, she <laughs> <could've>. <laughs> you know, I would have just thrown her if I was trying at that point. would they have bothered with the purse. Yeah, and then they go to a commercial as that chaos is ensuing. So apparently the <laughs> Triple H and Triple H and Goldust thing isn't done. And I hoped it was definitely not. And then we're going to get a promo segment in the show, which I think this is the first, like one of the first times. Well, I guess Bret Hart kind of cussed out Vince McMahon to end the show. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Austin comes out of the ring. He's going to talk to Vince again uh, about, you know, what he did to Brett and getting the title shot. He asked, he asked Austin if he's proud of himself and uh let's hear if, if let's hear how proud of himself he was.
1: World, I would send Bret Hart straight back to Canada, and that's exactly what I did. The thing that gets me is, I don't see why everybody's so happy, because none of you helped me do a damn thing. I did it by myself. You wave all your little signs, Austin 316, Stone Cold said so, whatever, and you with your little dimple chin gets Ah. on national television and starts running compliments up the yin yang because all of a sudden you want to jump on the stone cold bandwagon more than anybody in the world tell me i'm wrong bulldog and owen hell owen hart have hell to pay it just seems to me that you're going to have hell to pay when you face the undertaker the undertaker is going to have the coldest day in hell he could ever imagine in Virginia or wherever the hell it is. I
2: don't even care where it is. Yeah. And my favorite part about that is I didn't get it in there, but Jr. quickly plugged it. It's in Richmond, Virginia, April the 11th. <laughs> good job, Jr. That's how you do the job, buddy. Nice work. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he, um, you can—they're planting the seeds of the whole Austin and McMahon thing here. Man, I like didn't realize it obviously at that time being a, a child, but you—you you can really see it that it's building towards something.
0: It's built, yeah. It's building, yeah,
2: yeah. And then and uh, like, Owen, we, can oh, think,
0: we can thank Steve Austin for tipping Vince over the edge and him becoming Mister McMahon. And Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, and Bret Hart. <laughs>
2: They were like a 75. They were like a like a 70-30 situation, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so Bulldog Owen hit the ring, they start beating up Austin. Um, Vince is like trying to stop him from beating up Austin, and David, they're just shoving Vince over, which I thought was funny.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, then Shawn Michaels hits the ring again with the chair, he chases them off, and Austin looks like he's gonna be okay, but then a guy in some fucking tie-dye pants hits the ring and it's Brian Pillman. And he starts yeah. beating the shit out of Austin too. Pillman.
0: As he would. He always been handy with chair as Brian, since he stopped flying. Chairing,
2: <laughs> okay. chairing Brian.
0: Yeah, chairing Brian. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I think last time we saw him didn't Stone Cold Steve Austin like break his ankle, I think. So yeah. And then Shawn Michaels saves the day again as he chases off Brian Pimlin with the chair. So I think stone cold Steve Austin owes Sean Michael something.
0: <laughs> Austin is determined that it's all done by him. No help from anybody. Yeah.
2: Well, but as one as Stone Cold Steve Austin does, Glenn. Like. And then yeah. yeah, that that's kind of where the show goes off the air. Um but yeah, I, I pretty iconic monday night raw I, I would say
0: well as i said i could actually but as i was watching it i could remember it clearly from watching it the first time so yes a very iconic raw
2: yeah yeah i definitely remember the whole i remember the next monday night raw a lot Not, i didn't go to it or anything but i just it was in Omaha, and so i remember watching it uh, it's I remember, yeah <laughs> I, I remember vividly a lot of the stuff that happened, so it's going to be fun to yeah. review that one next week. Um, Glenn, who do we need to plug before we get out of here? Oh, I'm never prepared for this. I'm oh, thumbs this. up or thumbs down? Are we going two thumbs up on this one?
0: Yeah, two thumbs up.
2: we were yeah, actually
0: launched the Attitude Era
2: tonight. Yeah, except for a couple of shit matches, it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, but this is what we said: the Attitude Era was never about the matches, apart for on pay per views. Yeah, regular raw matches were never that great, and I'm, right. I'm sure I'll be bored out with that as we go through. Everybody was more interested in what was going on with the stories and the vignettes. I like when when Stone Cold attacks Vince with the bedpan. Could you could you mention one other match that happened that night? No, <laughs> <Not> exactly. <laughs> but everybody That's remembers not. that.
2: Absolutely not. I remember Mankind with the clown, right? They make them leave and then yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. That. But I don't <laughs> remember anything else that I know. No.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Um I'm booking the territory, Rob and Danny. They've now completed the gate of golf and they're coming to the end of uh Unbooking the tankatory, but you can still get your tank facts on Twitter and on every available podcast supplier um, bang bang with andy ddt with dc and doc and the Doctor Who podcast with danny and Sai.
2: that's right that's right make sure you check out all those people and make sure you check out sports Bar radio give our buddy thomas price a follow on instagram twitter the threads thomas price 2020 thomas price 2017 i say it every week you know what to do if you haven't done it already i know what you're doing with your life you should and of course if you follow me and you follow glenn you should be following our third member of our podcast team the mayor of canton give him a follow he is at mayor of canton i don't know if he's going to do a meal with the mayor anymore um or not maybe we'll and wait, if he, check, it out, check out last week swear with the mayor i don't think you can check it out anymore because uh the i don't know what, what what do you if he's the mayor what would his wife be the mayor's wife the mayor's wife said he had to take that video down <laughs>
0: The mayoress.
2: <laughs> the mayoress told me to take that video down. So he all right. Have that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> under orders. Yes, under orders. Yes, he just told. I. You know what? We all have a boss. I have a boss, and he's got one too. So I get it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's it from us. I will I check yes. out a couple of UK heritage. This is. Are we do it one more show? We only got one more left. So there's. We yeah, have
0: sadly. right then again. Happily, we then get a couple of weeks off, and then we'll be talking about Sid.
2: That's right. I and I've looked up lots of lots of fun stuff, so I'm pretty excited about that. (laughs) We're gonna get we're gonna get away from this serious stuff we've been talking about and get back to some more comedy, and that's what I'm looking for, pal. It's gonna be great. (laughs) But that's it. That's all. The only thing left to do is for Glenn to say goodbye.
0: Goodbye.
1: You walk by, ask you see me-